Welcome to, to I was going to say, welcome to Talking Tech. Welcome to Tech Mondays. And there's a bunch of us joining today this evening, which primarily um, Bertha's normally here and he's not here. Elena's normally here and she's not here. So we've got the the three musketeers besides me, um, George, Cynthia, and Michael. I was going to tell you about the musketeer names, but I couldn't remember who they were now. Anyway. Um, Evening. So I can think the phone for if you want. No, that's okay. No. So what what I originally was going to talk about was um, because uh, as you're here on the as we record this evening, I did talking tech for tomorrow, and I talked about sort of all the major trends on technology. Because honestly, I said in the program, I'm getting a bit sick and tired of talking about AI, AR, VR, XR, and everything else. Um, except the only thing is, I'm now going to go back on what I said this morning because I listened to, after that to a YouTube demo finally from. Sam from the Blind Life on a voiceover demonstration on the Vision Pro, which I'll get to in a minute. But as Michael pointed out before I started recording, um, Sam from the Blind Life has actually has not done a setup from scratch even for a blind blind person or a low vision person for the Vision Pro. So I just hope he does it. But on the other hand, I'm finally glad to see after a week or two, an actual voiceover demo. So what you're hearing in the YouTube demo from Sam, if you follow his YouTube channel, you hear it go, you know, basically simply pre previous and next item, select an item, uh, go into settings, um, show you the main accessibility settings, uh, show you the keyboard. And then one thing he did, which I think he then ended up the demo because I think he couldn't get it back was he changed the synthesizer, which is always not a good idea when you're doing a demo. I uh, should really check it out beforehand. And this the synthesizer sounded like it could barely run on the device, which is really weird given the power of the Vision Pro. But um, that reminded me that I, I do have a couple of questions for sighted people or low vision people that might have seen, um, you know, VR headsets in the parts or expensive virtual reality. Um, because I'm assuming, I'll pick on Michael first. I'm assuming, Michael, this is the Vision Pro, do you think, uh, is it a mixed uh, virtual reality headset, which means you can actually see the real world, or can you only see the real world through the camera view? Do you think? Uh, you're actually viewing the real world through the camera view. It's all done by the cameras. So okay. it, that's why they tell you not to use it for driving and things like that, because it is through digital, not real vision. Okay, so so there's not like a, a complete pass through where you could literally look look through the if you like just the straight lenses of the. No, that's why it has the spooky eyes on the front because it's actually a, a like a oh, video okay. screen on the front, which I right. believe you wouldn't be able to see through. But okay, because I was I was trying to um, I was oh, I scared somebody off. That's it. Bye, Daniel. Bye, Daniel. Um, so. Because what I was what I was trying to think about in the weekend, I thought, how can I use like a virtual headset uh, with, say, my iPhone in it, and you know, put on my face like a normal goggles? But what I didn't realize with the little cheap virtual headsets that, um, yes, you can put your phone in the box, but where the the box itself is, um, it's black. It's got a it's black plastic. So um, I thought, yeah, well, that's, you know, virtual reality is virtual reality. It's not the fact that you can actually see around you. You're literally looking at your smartphone screen. So I thought that idea went out the window. And then I had an, and then I heard something else about the MetaQuest 3 today. There's some sort of beta version out only by request, 
where it has a thing called look around, uh, which identifies objects and you can read text and that sort of stuff in the real world, which I'm assuming is still doing it via the camera. Um, so this that was another interesting one, but I'm assuming it doesn't sound like there's any VR or AR or mixed reality headset. Does anybody know of one that you could, you know, whack an iPhone or an Android phone into and use that camera as like your virtual reality looking at the real world? Not that I'm aware of. Mm. No, I know back in the day when the Galaxy, uh, when Samsung brought out their Galaxy VR, you you had to have a Galaxy phone that you stuck in there, but I don't mm. think they had any AR stuff at all in that. It was all VR. Okay. Because I'm assuming that's a similar way to where the um, the iris vision works. I'm assuming because uh, it's actually a it's actually a headset. Sorry, it's actually a, a what is it a Samsung phone actually in the headset. So that yeah. must be working. That must be working a similar way to what you just talked about. Yeah, okay. I'd that's say cool. so. Because the other thing that he did not mention, and I hope to God this is not missing out of the Vision Pro, because I'm going to get annoyed. Um, there was no mention in the accessibility settings of anything to do with magnifier. So there's no, there's no door detection. There's no people detection. detection there's no, there's no nothing. So I'm wondering in that case, then they just don't, they're not allowing that software, the magnifier software and accessibility to even run through the headset, which I think is really disappointing because that would have been fantastic. Yeah, it might be something they're going to add later on, or it might be there, just um, seemed it hasn't got onto it yet. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Because that would be that'd be one of the better things to have on there for for blind and low vision people, I think. Well, considering you've got, what is it, 11 sensors or so, um, and I think it was six cameras. Um, and the other interesting thing that I saw on Twitter over the weekend was that apparently if you're in a, you're in a completely dark room, um, you can't use the gestures with the headset because the headset can't see your hands moving, which I thought oh. was a bit bizarre. Because surely, you know, don't if wear it to bed. I, well, I was about to say, surely, if you're in bed with your with your loved one and you wanted to watch a bit of virtual reality on your headset, then surely the lights are going to be off and you won't be able to, you know, annoy your partner by just watching a movie in bed. But obviously, oh, it's going to I be guess, dark. I guess attaching a three dollar. LED that's infrared just isn't worth adding to the three thousand five hundred dollar <laughs> price. No, that's right. <laughs> I'll just um, get a little clip and put it on the side, and that'd be it. Little a little nightlight. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, those little uh, those little infrared LEDs light up a big mm. area, so that's all yeah. that it'd need. One on each side, I think. Yeah, that's true. Has anybody actually tried virtual reality headsets at all? No. No. I think yeah. once you've got sight loss, I mean, what's the point? Yeah, my yeah. sight declined before they were sort of out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just sort of think once you put it on, I mean, you see what you see and mm. you put it on and it's like you're going to see, you know, half of what you see anyway. So what's the point? Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I understand what they're trying to do for, you know, the, the normal society and I appreciate that they're keeping accessibility and certain other things in mind. Mm. But I just think they forget the fact that once you've got sight loss, you've got sight loss. Yeah, and you know, being able to park apps anywhere in your environment and have them far away or near 
Um, yeah. So you've been able to expand and collapse windows. I mean, it's sort of, yeah. I mean, depending on your vision or if you tell them, it's sort of, it's sort of a lost a bit. I have enough um, trouble it, finding the scissors in the house, so I'm not going to look for apps all over the place. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> David, I'm just wondering whether we're sort of expecting too much too early. I'm wondering whether that would probably come in a bit later with each version of Vision Pro. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because everybody's saying that this... We, <laughs> I've noticed a few comments on Twitter saying that um, literally... We're paying Apple to develop their prototype. <laughs> that's Sounds bad. like it. Well, that's yeah, how bad people say. Yeah. Because they said, look, this thing's probably going to be good in four generations' time. Um, at the moment, it um, apparently reboots itself when it feels like it. Um, applications <laughs> will run and then collapse for no apparent reason. Um, so it's the... just not stable. <laughs> no, no, it's not stable at all. Hopefully, on the fourth. Hopefully, the fourth gen will be a quarter of the price too. Well, you'd hope. Well, you'd hope so, because the other mm. thing they were saying too is, even when you look at an item, sometime uh, to activate it as a sighted person, it, it doesn't always determine where you're looking at. So you're trying to press like the close button on a window, and you can't close it. Mm. Um, and one guy said that some of the some of the eye movements where you've basically got to look up to do certain things it doesn't respond to your eye movements. So you've almost got to exaggerate your eye movements. I was which... going to say, I can see people standing there blinking their eyes going, come on, Dombowicz, Dombowicz, Dombowicz. Or, you know, the genie, eh, eh, closing the eyes 20 million times. Hello, I'm closing my eyes. Exa- and it's exactly. still not working. <laughs> no, and, and I'm afraid that the, the wired battery just makes me um, think of the old-fashioned car portable phones that we used to have the in the briefcase. Yeah, the briefcase yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. Because it had this huge battery in it just to keep the phone keep the going. Phone. I thought it almost feels like it feels like that way. Yeah, I don't I'm a worker and I don't need a briefcase, but my phone does. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look how important I am. I've got a whole briefcase of a phone here. I've got a VR, you know, said what I need is a toolkit to go with it. Exactly. Yes. I might you can do. see all I these might people do. standing around in public waving their hands and moving <laughs> their head all over the place. What you're going to think is, is the streets of Philadelphia have gone wild. <laughs> I might do some comments on Sam's videos just to ask him to test some things out, like test seeing AI and stuff like that out, see how they work with it, if they work with it at all. Yeah, because by the sounds of it at the moment, there's a people are saying they're very disappointed by the amount of, quote, real Vision Pro, unquote, applications um, mm. that take advantage of the full, the full system. Um and the, there was another comment about later on this year, there might be something called the Vision Pro Air or the Vision Air, which will probably be about a $1,000 version of this one. Um, and it'll be, be a completely cut down version. I thought, well, that'd be the one that I probably want to have a look at more than more than this one. But I just thought, because uh, I was saying about the fact that, you know, you've really got, you can't type properly on the keyboard because it's look at a key, activate it, look at a key, activate it. And you plug in a Bluetooth keyboard, and I thought, well, if I've got to plug in a Bluetooth keyboard, I might as well just have my iPhone in my pocket connected to my Bluetooth keyboard with a pair mm. of headphones on, and hey, presto, I'm using a Vision Pro <laughs> from a blind person's point of view anyway. Um, Having said that, I mean, what about the fact that, you know, we've already got that element. I'm thinking, uh, you know, that straight away through my mind to Christopher Reeve, Superman, who, you know, is sitting in the wheelchair and... Um, mm. You know, what's the guy? Oh, the really smart guy who oh, makes it. Uh, Stephen Hawkins. 
Thank seconds. you. You know, yeah. I'm sitting in the wheelchair and he's moving his eyes and getting the, yeah, you know, true. that's already been recognized. So what is it that they're getting that's so wrong? Because we know that works for, you know, cerebral mm. palsy people and other people who are yeah. sitting in their chairs and that have that capability to work. So what is it they're getting so wrong that yeah. these other companies been have years, already though. got yeah. right Yeah. that, you know, it's just... I mean, yeah. again, I know it's not cheap, but what is it they're missing in between? Because that yeah. technically has existed for quite some time. Oh, hell yeah. It's been around for, you know, it's been around for donkey's ages. Donkeys. Donkeys. Yeah. Yeah. I know. yeah. yeah it, it's almost like they've had to cut out. It's almost like they've cut out so much out of the code, almost trying to, I don't know, stream it down a bit or do something. Yeah, does that come to a generational thing? And I know that can sound a little bit far-fetched to some, but you've mm. got a generation of people coming through who, you know, maybe you've never known that, that, you know, Stephen Hawking and Christopher Reeve and all those other people and all that technology sits there. Mm. Well, exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah. they're cutting out something they didn't really understand what it was. No. And uh, and the, the other thing about it too is it's, it's it, the, the damn thing is, what did they say? It's one and a half pounds or something? Oh, um, whoa. Mi- not minus the battery that's sitting in your pocket. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't, yeah, so I, I don't must. I don't, if I was going to use a headset, I'd want the battery to be part of the headset and, of course, be, to be nice and light. Um, yeah. So I've decided that, and I, I have tried a few, quote, um, head-mounted um, headsets, for want of a better word, headband, and sits above your forehead. And the, and even the my iPhone 12 Pro is just too heavy. Like yeah. It literally just drags your head forward. Um, and even the band that I've got with it goes over the back of my head and another top of my head. It's still not. It's still not um, able to, without me basically giving myself a headache, to tighten the mm. straps up so hard to stop the thing falling forward. Yeah. Um, Which is what I'm hearing is happening now with people where mm. they're taking off the Vision Pro and they're getting headaches. Yeah. And they, they were saying the thing should have never been sold with the single loop at the back because it looks trendy. But when you use it for more than half an hour, apparently the the pressure of the the goggles on your face is too much. You've, you've really got to use the the dual band with it, which, yeah, I think maybe Apple just thought it looked cooler with a single band versus the, the dual band, I don't know, but you definitely need one that goes over the, the top of your head as well. Um, uh, what happened to the good old knowledge bit of don't have your mobile phone too close to your head permanently? Yeah, well, that that's goes that you, know, <laughs> you know, what? that's why the earbuds came in, you know, let's listen to the calls but let's not hold the phone to our ears because there was, you know, evidence, questionable, not questionable, prove, not proved that having mm. such a, you know, a device so close to your head can be a little bit potentially, you know, dangerous. So now yeah. all of a sudden we're we're happily putting it on our heads. Yeah. Well, not and don't worry about our neck and our work, you know, OH&S yeah. of being at home and mm. – you can imagine a uh, you can imagine a programmer developing it for the Vision Pro and saying, "I need to put in a workers' complaint, a workers' comp um, thing for um, neck strain, yeah, <laughs> and I and eye strain, because a lot of people are saying that when you take the headset off, your spatial orientation for the real world is off." Oh, of course it would because, be. Because oh, abs- this, yeah. oh, absolutely. It's like me if I if I move too quick outside. You know, say I go out my front three or so steps and I go to a step towards my letterbox. Mm. If I don't focus on that letterbox and I move a few t- steps without keeping my eye on it, all mm. of a sudden I'm on the footpath almost in the middle of the road or right on the right of the property 
because yep. I've just lost my orientation. Mm. I mean, clearly someone over there at the design department's looking at a little bit too much Star Trek. What are we going to all end up being? Geordie LaForge with yeah, glasses on our... That's what I was thinking of. Right. Are we going into His the visor. hello deck? I know that's right. Almost, it almost feels like it. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not saying that that's not possible, mm. but I mean, four generations is. It's a lot. Oh. That's another. You know, if you do it one a year, that's uh, what's that takes up to two thousand and twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight. So that, that's going to be a, that's going to be a long a long time away. But the thing that, I mean, I I probably got a little bit prematurely excited. Because that's why I was looking forward to the fact that I could use it like a, a pair of Envision glasses or an Orcam or a Iris Vision or a Vision Buddy. Yeah. That I could use these apps to do part of that mixed reality headset. So, okay, I don't want to use the virtuality with the camera or look yep. through the camera for the real world. But at least what I want to try and do is use the apps that work mm. with the camera to, to, to see the world through the camera. And I just. Well, it's still that... possible. It might just take time. That's all. Yeah. Because you can't. What turned me that. off? Yeah, and the thing I'm going to turn me off the Vision Pro is mm. well, one, it's the hand gestures, as you were saying last time, yeah, but uh, but also, two, it's what you've got to be able to wrap around your head, and you've got to have good motor skills to actually do it. And if you don't have good uh hands or whatever, well, you know, it's just not going to. I was, be, well, was, be possible. Well, it was yeah. interesting because one one of the one of the options in accessibility for the Vision Pro is you can make up soundscapes instead of gestures. So you can whistle, uh, you can whistle, you can go, you can cluck, you can do all sorts of other things to make noises. So rather than using gestures, you make all these sort of weird and wonderful sounds to navigate the Vision Pro. So instead of looking stupid, waving your hands around, you're making all these weird noises. Oh Makes my me God, think I Carl Barrett. calls to the police Hello, department. we're off to the funny part. I need a mental health check on two blocks down the street. <laughs> I mean, you can. You can just see people being out there when, you know, it first gets to that point. You're going, some of the videos it's not closing. Going to be hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a crack what noise, did, what noise did I set up for shutdown? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I can't quite replicate that F A R T sound with my mouth. That's a bit unfortunate. No. Um, but yeah, it was it was right because he said because it said something like um, sound replicate or sound replication or sound just. And I thought what. And then he said, yeah, you can, it's for people that can't use the gestures. Mm. Mind you, it's also got things like the the dual control for eyesight as well. So um, if you can't sort of navigate probably with your eyes, you can do that as well. Um, mm. You can also link up um, switches to it. So switch control. Yeah, um, a lot of the VR headsets have a remote with them. You click the remote to do things as well. A yeah. lot of the new ones. Yeah, and of okay. course everybody's everybody's throwing their hands up and go, "What do you mean I can't use it with a Bluetooth mouse?" Yeah, um, so that's got lots of people very grumpy. But I guess they say, "Oh, you know, it's a virtual reality headset. You don't need to use a mouse with it." Um, and the other connectivity things, which apparently doesn't do very well because it keeps getting lost sometimes, is connecting to your Mac. Um, because uh. so, apparently the the connection window sort of wanders off apparently sometimes, and you can't find it again without rebooting. Um. And I just thought, now that would, I wonder how quite accessible that magnification, the, sorry, the Mac window would be, because I have a funny feeling it's just going to be like a, like a terminal 
false window that why you can probably type into it and use a mouse or use gestures to navigate it, I don't think it's going to be accessible anyway. No. Yeah, one of the demos I watched, he was actually just set it up and he was looking around the room and then it saw his Mac and said, do you want to connect to your Mac straight away as soon as he looked in its direction? Mm. So they're pretty quick at doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I guess that, but yeah, but like the, the, the more I hear about all the demos and the more I read on Twitter and Mastodon and that sort of stuff, the the more I'm convinced that this is not even a beta version. This is a... This is an alpha version that just came out of the lab. Um, it's probably alpha one, probably, because I don't because they've been developing it since I believe about two thousand and sixteen. So this has been developing now for eight years, and I and mean, sometimes wonder, well, what have you been doing for the last eight years? Well, you've got to remember this is Tim Cook's legacy now. Yeah, well, that's true, mm. isn't it? That's his yeah, but since twenty sixteen, yeah, but since twenty sixteen, technology's changed. So if they're basing this on a 2016 technology thing, then they're sadly behind, aren't they? Well, they are. I, I would have much preferred them to look at other stuff, like putting more different ideas into the iPhone or the iPad or working, making the Mac a bit more stable and, blow, and you know, shock horror, maybe even make it the fact that if you buy a Mac, you can just put Windows on it straight away. You don't have to do anything weird with it. That'd be a nice thing, um, but yeah, I just because the other thing that I think they've they've really missed out on now. Um, okay, the Vision Pro is one thing, but you know, Siri, our beloved Siri, has been around since what's that? The iPhone 4S, which I think is about 2010 or 11. Yeah, um, and that's just getting worse. So God knows mm. what they're going to do when when that hits the market, or hopefully it gets revealed at WWDC in June. That's going to be interesting. I saw your post on on X the other day about dictation mm-hmm. and I, I actually said yep I agree with you I'll be dictating yeah. I'll say voiceover and it'll just say voice I know isn't it amazing isn't it yeah yep I, I don't know if it's a special maybe they just think it's a maybe they think maybe they think you're talking to voiceover but if you're saying but if you're actually talking about voiceover then yes you are talking about voiceover, that needs to dictate. Yeah, yeah. dictating an email to a developer or to whoever. Yeah, I'll say, absolutely. hi, look, I'm having issues with the app. Yeah. Voiceover is not doing this. Yeah, And when you read it back, it'll say, hi, blah, 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 voice. Mm. And I thought well, it was me. Yeah, that's, how, was that's how all um, speech-to-text works. If it doesn't, it, it hears words after other words, and if it doesn't determine, it goes, I didn't even hear that then. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. That's, yeah. that's how they've always worked. Well, in the past, I've had no issues. So whether it's an update issue, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, no I, I mean, that's the thing. I thought mine was, you know, the fact that it's oh, it's a new phone. I have to sort of somewhat reteach it my speech pattern because I do have a tendency. I make sure I pronunciate, but I do have a tendency to talk very quickly. And it's just, oh, no, it's not that. It's just as slow and as half-cut as. I think I told you once that I was dictating a Teams message to a friend, mm. a colleague, and I said, hey, mate, you know, thanks for your help, whatever. Mm. But I didn't check it properly, and it came out, hey, babe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you forward person, you, you yeah. get the right. sexual harassment yeah. level and you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. Ben was yeah. very, uh, very happy about that. But yeah, yeah. 
it was just yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I get you have to sort of retrain things when you get a new this or mm. new that, but it's you know it doesn't take with the amount of voice messages I send and you know voice mm. to dictation for Facebook and all that. I'm mm. sorry, my phone should be up to scratch and right along with me in my speed already by now. Yeah, we're yeah. five six months in me using her, but. Mm. You know, even when I'm on my Hey Suri, just looking for stuff, it's just so useless compared to what it was before. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm using I'm I'm officially using Chat GPT all the time, and and that's another thing about the um, what was it? I think I tweeted it today about the Copilot. Every the first time you run Copilot, it's fine. The yep. second time you ask it a question, it goes, "I always have to listen to you because that's the way I learn." Smile, rosy cheeks, and some other graphic. And I thought, why does Microsoft think that's an okay thing to say all the time before it gives you the answer back for you? Because I'm sorry, I don't need my system flirting with me. No, that's all I know. It's just, it's just so idiotic. And the, um, I don't know if you have tried it, Michael, or anybody else has tried it, but I, I believe Gemini, which is the new Bard, I don't think it's in Australia yet because apparently when you run the Google app, there's supposed to be two tabs at the top of your screen: a search tab which is Google, and then your, your, your Gemini tab. But as far as I can t tell, we don't have the Gemini one in Australia yeah. yet. I haven't used BARD for a long time because it, it just didn't compare to ChatGPT. It was just at that stage. So I don't know what Gemini is like. Yeah, no. Um, so I've, I've just, yeah, I mean, my, my, like I said, my main ones now is ChatGPT. I just, I'm, I'm just, that's what I use. The other thing that just popped into my brain, you know how with, um, I think it's a FaceTime on iOS and maybe even the Mac, where you, when you're on a FaceTime video call, you can make little shapes of your hands so you can send like a heart emoji and that stuff with your hands. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to do a thumbs mm. up and stuff like yeah. that. I just can't, it's like, oh, hello, guys. Can we have all the Vision Pro gestures on my iPhone or my iPad? Because that'd be really cool. You can sit back <laughs> and just gesture at your at your, at your your iPad. Um, yeah. And then and off you go. So I, I could just imagine, you know, waving my hands merrily around in front of my iPad or my iPhone. Because it's literally facing you on a stand most of the time with me. But I've had my iPhone for, what, four years now, and I think in that time I've made two FaceTime calls, and that was just because we wanted to use the video to look at, to show them something. Yeah. Other true. than that, I never use FaceTime. Yeah. So. You wouldn't, no, me either. You wouldn't be no, tempted to, never. you know, do a, a thumb and an index and a thumb and a middle finger to navigate mm. backwards and forwards and... No. No. Not. No. no. And I've never hooked it up to my Apple TV, so... Right. I did, I just moved the um the new app icon right to the bottom and got it out of my way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. So the the, the other thing that was sort of been I noticed they've been talking about a little bit now. Would anybody be interested in a a foldable iPhone or iPad? A what? Sorry. A foldable iPad or iPhone. Well, you I know, don't like know about old... an iPad. Yeah, I don't. Maybe like the, the old... iPhone. Like the old Nokia phones that you you could flip open. Oh well, of course I want a smaller phone. Maybe yeah, the I think, iPhone, but I don't I think, think the that it, I think that'd go more 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 for the women. I think women are more interested in smaller phones. I know my wife loves a smaller phone, and they're just yeah. getting too big because she's got the um, the twelve mini, mini, the iPhone twelve mini, mm. and that's it. They don't make the mini anymore, so she'll have to go up to the six point one inch and mm, from yeah. a five point four, I think it is, and she just yeah. she can't put it in a pocket to carry it around at work because it's just too big. So yeah. So a small foldable iPhone would be probably pretty mm. cool. Yeah. I mean the only thing I'm holding out for 
for a, a flip phone is what my Z Flip 3 does. And that is when you open it up, it answers the call. And when you close it, it deactivates the call. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the only thing I want out of a flip phone because I reckon that's really cool. And of course, the other thing I want, which I was very disappointed about, you know, that um, thick keyboard that was demonstrated at CSUN, which I believe you can now buy. It's that physical little uh, BlackBerry style keyboard you can attach to your bottom of your iPhone. Apparently, it's only just the keyboard. There's no up, down, left, right arrows at all. Because I thought, oh, oh, wow, I could actually use that with, you know, quick nav because I could do up, down, left and right and up and down together and blah, blah, blah. But no, it's purely just the QWERTY keyboard. That's all it is. And I thought, well, that's a bit disappointing. I just don't want to have a physical keyboard hanging off the bottom of my iPhone. No. Um, How big are the um, keyboards that hang off the bottom of the iPhone, just out of interest? Oh, uh, they used to be very, they used to be, uh, I'm just trying to think, you know, the, you know, you know how your buttons on top of your remote control are normally fairly tiny buttons? Yep. On your remote? Yeah. Well, they're the half the size of that. Oh, wow. They're, t- they're tiny. They're very tiny. Yeah, I've oh. got, I do have a Bluetooth remote that's got a little wireless dongle that you can plug into like Apple TVs and things like that. And it's got a tiny keyboard on it. And there's just no way I could use it. It's just no. so small. I'd be pressing yeah. six keys at once, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say me, me home fingers over here. <laughs> I don't think so. Although yeah. if you've got, you know, any one of the, well, if you've got obviously an Apple Pencil or something similar like that with your little pointer on it, yeah, mm. you could do it. But I'm sorry, I'm losing myself on the screen. I, there's no way I'll be able to work with that. Not happening. No, Not so they, so so the the gossip is about two thousand and twenty six apparently for a um a foldable iPhone or a foldable iPad. I don't know which one's okay. first. Um, and the other one stuff today I was reading about was a, supposedly there's going to be new iPads coming out in March. Uh, we've we've got to have better screens, of course, better camera. Uh, they're going to be lighter, and of course, they'll be I believe they're going micro LED for oh, the screens. LED. Yeah. Um. Because the new iPad Air comes out uh, in March, I, I saw ages ago, and they were talking about micro LED screens. Mm. Okay, so, so what will that be like? Well, they're just going away from the retina screens, um, and your micro LEDs, you just get so many more thousands of them to to each inch of the screen. So, right. because uh, Samsung's the, the micro LED specialist right now, so I'm okay. wondering if it's another Samsung screen they're putting in. Now, is that the one that you can apparently look in almost like daylight and you can still see the screen? Are they the type of screens you're talking about, do you think? Well, OLEDs tend to be the better ones for that, but they're, mm. they're talking about getting rid of the OLEDs. So I, just, I suppose it depends on the nit rate ratio on there. So if it can do 3,000 nits, well, because they are LEDs, so they're, they're probably brighter mm. and with so many of them. I'm not a micro LED expert, so I I don't know. But that's that's all I heard was that they were going to micro LEDs for the screens. Yeah. And, and supposedly this, I mean, I, I I this one that I've had not heard about this year. I don't know if they're going to do new AirPods Pros this year. I don't know if the poor old AirPods, uh, sorry, the yeah the AirPods Max, which are now effectively almost what's that now three years old or four years old now. Yeah, nobody's mentioned about them getting that's an update. Trying to cycle up, yeah. I, I know it's like, come on, dude! Like, you know, thousand dollar headsets probably going to be ancient by now. 
Yeah, uh, mine still work fine, thanks. I don't need to spend another thousand dollars. Yeah, I but you're have... not one of the culture that's you know standing outside mm. the you know the Apple store every yeah, year yeah, when yeah, everything's yeah, released, collecting just, everything. Look, just Martin, if you want to be, if you want to re- relive your youth, you could dress really coolly. You could have your Vision Pro on, your AirPods Max on, um, <laughs> you know, your iPad or something else in your hand. Uh, your robot dog next to you. <laughs> oh, basically your modern version of your boombox. Yeah. <laughs> no, she'll be right. I don't need to look that young. Thank you. you don't, no, you oh. don't need. Oh, you don't really... I, I love my AirPod Maxes, but there's no way I'd go to another set until I really, really had to, because these ones are still working great. Right. Actually, I, I saw this really good article today. Um, but I think I did for Talking Tech tomorrow. It was called, Is Tech That Bad or Am I Just Entering Grumpy Man Status? Oh, I think I saw that, state. but I didn't read yeah. it. I thought, yeah. oh, that's, that, that speaks to me. Because this guy, who's only 36 years old, by the way, and he was complaining oh, about the fact that, you know, his, his Bluetooth. <laughs> poor old fella. I know, his Bluetooth <laughs> headsets don't connect properly. When he goes to stream music sometimes, it drops out. Um, when he, and he said, what happened to the good old days where I could yeah. just put a, a needle on a record and have it play to me? Or oh, I like he's ever heard a record player. Yeah, <laughs> Come on. Or a cassette tape, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Cassette tape, yeah. yeah. First yeah, world problem. Yeah, Let's I don't go. think so. He's not there. I know. Mm. I'm like 36. I can't, I can't remember the last yeah. time I Ask, ask him what player. speeds they used to come out at. I bet I you know. wouldn't have a clue. What are you talking about, speed? Yeah, what's yeah, just a record, yeah, what inches is it? Is it 12 inch or 45 or is That's it this or that? No, yeah. No. Do you have to play it at 33, 45 or 78? 70, That's it. Oh, God. Yeah. You wouldn't have a I, clue. I can't even remember the last time I even saw a record player. God, it must be mm-hmm, 25 years or something. Yeah. I think they are the fad now. In the 80s. Yeah. Even a, ta- even a um, although I must admit, my. Daughter who's almost twenty this year, she's been listening to a a really good series, which is like a sort of a horror type thing. But apparently, all the the it's um all the archives that are recorded are all recorded on a tape recorder, so you can literally hear this. They've got a sound effect of a recorder when you press uh-huh. the two play and record button, and you can hear <laughs> yeah. that sort of noise that the tape makes as it goes round and round and round. Oh my lord! Like, oh my god, it's cool. And I I did ask myself, you know what a tape recorder is? He said, of course I do. Oh, okay. Because I used do to you know what an eight track is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, right. Yeah. that's right. The old there they were the old spool ones, weren't they? The two spools. They were the big rectangle tape. Yeah. No, no, right. the, no. The eight oh. track was just the old. The eight track was mainly for the cars. It's oh, just right. a big rectangle tape, a little bit smaller than the better cord video tape. But oh, okay. the the tape was on the front of it, and you pushed it into the tape recorder long ways. And oh, as it went in, it opened the little door and then jammed the heads up, the tape up against the heads. Right. Oh my god. So just like a normal tape, only it was all spooled up inside. Wow. Yeah. I know the um, RNIB uh, for talking books back in the nineteen seventies just have this thing called the sixteen track talking player, and it was this oh. big, huge metal cassette thing that you put on this big, huge knob in the middle of this. <laughs> metal thing you press play and it i mean you couldn't speed it up or anything you just had to listen to it uh, don't it we played, love technology and i think it played eight tracks on one side and then you sort of had to lever it up and turn it over and put it back down on the other side and yeah. you had to it was just a my it was just like oh my god now you so, fit yeah. five thousand songs onto a little, little tiny usb stick smaller than your thumb yeah no. i know yeah i know um 
so yeah, so I, I can't see myself getting a new AirPods Max this year. I can't see myself getting AirPods Pro. I definitely don't want a new iPad because the one that sits here on my stand on my desk doesn't get used anyway. Um, my iPhone 14 still gets used. My 12 Pro still gets used. Um, and I think when the Vision Pro comes out, I'm just going to wander down to Apple, ask can I do a few podcasts on it from like setting up and that sort of stuff. But honestly, if Sam's done it all by now himself, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. Um, it's just bring them across and share them off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I can't see any reason to do that. Um, now, I forgot to ask you, you um, Cynthia, or probably maybe George, too, I don't know what your vision's like, but do they actually look cool, the Vision Pros? I haven't no. been able to really get a good closer look at it. Um, on YouTube, it's hard to sort of see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know whether it's me, but I really haven't had a good look at it. Mm-hmm. Cynthia, you had a look? Not 100%. Like, every time I've tried to look on um you know amazon or everything like that all their images they keep putting up it's just you know it's it's so hard to identify the item from the background oh okay not good contrast so it's you know it's one of those things that unless you're sort of in the store with mm. it in your hand or it's you know sitting on the desk in front of you yeah. it's and that's the thing most of that sort of stuff it's when you get to the image online, which is why you're sort of left sitting, or you know, the full description, you want to know how big it is, how this, how that, mm, because yep. none of the images have got any kind of contrast or depth to them. No. Then you go, oh, that's what it looks like. Mm. You know, I end up with products in my house and I'm like, what's that? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what that is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yes, uh, I, I, not quite what I wanted. No, I noticed it was like when I I ordered a um I ordered a little um was supposed to be a Labrador with a black Labrador with wings on it to celebrate my oh, passing yeah, of my thing, guide dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's so right. it, it turned up. It literally was a an oval cutout attached to a key ring with a picture of a Labrador with wings on it, and I thought. Because the person in the the person the person that ordered for me, she said, "I swear in the picture, it looked like the proper shape of a Labrador with wings, because you yeah. could not see the fact that that Labrador was effectively sitting on a plaque as a picture. Yeah, it looked like the real thing. Because this thing turned up, and I got it out, and I thought, I didn't order something oval that you attached to your key ring. And I, no, one of my children said, "Yeah, it's a it's a Labrador with wings," and I went, "Damn." <laughs> Okay, I'll go with that then. <laughs> yeah. So that, and then, the, of course, when I ordered that VR headset, because I didn't realize that for VR, you want to block out the real world because you're literally looking at your phone screen. Yeah. And that came as a bit of a, 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 a surprise because, yeah, like I said in the beginning, it was a, a black box that you couldn't see out of. So I thought, oh, well, there goes that idea. So yeah. <laughs> I think for the moment, I'm just going to decide that the accessibility for mixed reality for the Vision Pro is a long way off. Yeah. I'll keep recommending people keep probably keep using things like the Envision, the Vision Buddy, the Iris Vision. Um, oh, the only other device that's going to mention this evening, which I got rather annoyed about, because I don't know if it was on, I don't know if it was here or somewhere else, but I was, I think, or maybe it was even last year, I was whinging about the cost of items because it almost seems like because governments pay for things, developers and manufacturers can actually, um, you know, charge what they like for the product. 
So if you ever listen to the Jonathan Mosen's um, Living Blindfully podcast, I think last week, the week before we had people on, um, <clears throat> and the device is called Navi Belt. So if you can imagine a belt that you wear that's got 16 sensors around it, which vibrate, yeah. and, and this belt always points north. So the oh. idea is that you'll be able to walk in a straight line because depending on where these little sensors vibrate, that's where your true north is. Yep. So they said, you know, so even if it vibrates at three o'clock when you're crossing the road, you'll be able to walk in a straight line because as long as you keep the belt the belt vibrating at three o'clock on your right side, then you'll be safe walking in a straight line. And that's all it does. That's the only thing it does. And yes, you can link it up to an app that's got, it's like using the WeWalk. It's, it's got a, um, a navigation app. Would you like to guess how much that actual belt costs to buy in Germany? No. Uh, are we US dollars or AU dollars? Uh, Euro. We're doing Euro. Euro, oh. that's even worse. Well, you can even try Australian because it even sounds worse in Australia. Three to four oh, grand? I'm going to go 2500 Yeah, $5,000. Oh, wowza. Well, oh, I was close. <laughs> yeah, we're close. I hate to say that the world's not built in, you know, north, south, east, west. It's not in a grid pattern anymore. No, no, it's not. Because I know one of the one of the roads where I live, it's just, there's there's actually no straight roads around where I live. They curve around each other. Yeah, well, that's yeah. All new estates are like that. That's what our our estates like, and it's absolute yeah. rubbish and just ridiculous. What so, happened yeah. to the good old fashioned grid? So, so Jonathan was going, oh, you know, that sounds really interesting and it's really great. And I thought, why can't we just own up to the fact that one, it's overpriced. And two, I don't really give a shit where north is because I don't navigate by north. I navigate by streets. Yeah. I mean, I'd be one of the few people who happens to know which, you know, I mean, we all know, you know, rises in the east and sets in the west. Mm. But I do know where true north is or, you Mm. know, where north is only because I know exactly that my front door faces direct north Right. Because that's what my phone said with my compass thing on. And, yes, I remember to take the magnetic, you know, cover off it. Very good. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I know I'm square flush on with north, south, mm. east, west. Yeah. Otherwise, yep. no, I would not have an idea where things are located. No. So <laughs> I, I just thought, no, I don't need a $5,000 device to tell me where direction north is. I can quite easily use my smartphone to ask what direction I'm walking in. But uh, based on that sort of irritated me, I, I I tweeted out the other day and I said, well, so far we've got um, GPS shoes to tell <laughs> us when to turn left and right. Then we've got a belt that tells us where to turn or where north is. Then we've got a chest, like a few different chest types. Oh, yeah. Us, you know, the, the strap tip one, which I bought, which I, I think I, I wasted my money there, but never mind. Um, and then we've got uh ones that you can wear around your shoulders i think that's called the, the biped i think that one that's coming out oh, God. um so it's got the similar thing to keep you on a straight line and everything else and then we've got glasses glasses um that will also tell you what direction you're going and apparently there's some company working on i don't know if people ever came across these ones um about a decade ago but they were called the eyeglasses um, oh wow! It's the one that Apple didn't give a fit about it, but um, they literally the normal pair of sort of like sunglasses, which all they did was detect things above your head height for tree branches and signs and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's a pair of those coming supposedly coming back on the market this year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how how they go. But 
it's it's and then you know the and the only handheld one they've got left in Australia is the mini guide because the the buzz clip's gone um and all the other ones have you know the sooner band's gone so it's only the mini guide and there's apparently another company doing um another handheld device which I can't remember the name at the moment and then there's also our dear friends we walk supposedly yes. sometime in the middle of the year bringing out their, their new new well. my yeah. concern about the belt is what happens to those who've got ticklish tummies well that's the problem you might be laughing on the way down the street you might get you might get asked funny questions Excuse me, why are you why are you laughing? Oh, <laughs> I'm us... I'm sorry, you know, you're standing next to someone on a train and all of a sudden your belt goes off for some reason because you take a few steps forward. And the old bloke next to you thinks you've given him a rubber dub dub. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, sir. No, 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 there's just sexual harassment. It was, harassment it was just my it was just my tummy tingling. Yeah, I know. Oh um, Jesus, Louise! I don't think I don't so. Know. Maybe it's got different vibration levels. Maybe you can turn the vibration up or down depending on your comfort level. But well, I mean, you'd have to be able to sort of put it on standby or something for when you know. I mean, yeah, you're in public or something, standing on a train, and you know, yeah, you've got to move through or something. Yeah. The last I thing can, you want yeah. to do is, no, you know, I mean, identifying yourself to someone, giving them a bit of a, you know, no, tickle. No, you can turn it on off apparently. Oh dear. Now, Alana, you normally have questions in the, in the background somewhere. Did you have any questions that have got nothing to do with what we've been talking about this evening? I find it extremely interesting listening to you all because this is so foreign to me. <laughs> I love like, it. I hope it didn't sound like too gobbledygook. I mean, it's, yeah. Oh, it's, no, 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 no. But I'm learning, you see. Uh, see, I thought I was about to escape the mothership of having to wear these weird and wonderful assistive technology <laughs> headsets but the answer is no for the time being so i feel like i'm i've the the door's been opened in the prison cell and now it's just been slammed on me again it's like no nah, get back in your box you use those products and we'll just keep using these other ones over here thank you very much but we're doing all yeah. we can for you just behave yourself and keep quiet all right everyone thank you for um coming and chatting this evening um alana was very quiet so next time next time around i'm going to pick on her more now um, but until next time, we'll chat next week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Catch ya. Bye, -bye.